The Rudy Giuliani Show. Good afternoon. This is Rudy Giuliani with The Rudy Giuliani Show. Thank you very, very much for tuning in on this Wednesday afternoon. I am in Manchester, New Hampshire. And uh, once again, looking down on my baseball field. And uh, and very very concerned because I uh, as I was coming up here I listened to the I listened to all of the prior shows to this one, and of course the subject of crime just keeps coming up and up and up and up, and associated with New York, which is one of the things that um, is basically ruining the city, uh, leading to an exodus of not only. Uh, not only uh, just people, but, but productive people, the people who pay the taxes, the people who pay the bills. And remember, the city is divided into people who pay taxes and people who don't. And um, the fewer you have paying taxes, the more they have to pay, and then the more they leave. It's, it's a, it's a uh, circle, a circle that I interrupted when I cut taxes dram dramatically, twice, even though I raised the amount of money I spent on police. You have to do things like that. You have to make tough choices. And this is something that uh, the, the mayor's getting there, but slowly, 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 his, um, all of the things that he said about the 16-year-old, which is the latest of the horrible incidents in New York showing that we don't have a system of of justice in New York. We don't have a system, forget law and order, we don't have a system of justice. People are not brought to justice. Uh, that, that kid shouldn't have been out. He had already committed serious enough crimes that he should have been held. Uh, now they're doing everything they can to put it in family court uh, where he'll get a slap on the wrist. It should not be in family court. He committed a real crime like a real adult and he should be treated like an adult. And that maybe will teach him not to become the uh, enormous, uh, join the enormous group of criminals we have in New York, most of whom have been nurtured by uh, Cuomo and Hochul's laws. Uh, they're, they're probably the biggest uh, contributor to the tremendous amount of victimization we have in New York. So if you get victimized, send them a thank you letter. I mean, it's absolutely, or send Bragg a thank you letter. He wants to put him in family court so he can be out as soon as possible so he can beat up more cops because you know nothing effective will be done to stop him from beating up cops. I mean, he's, he's already, uh, as Curtis likes to point out, a hero in the hood. And the left policies on crime are beginning to become, uh, when, 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 when Adam says we're a laughing stock, that's why we're a laughing stock. We act like uh, people who actually deliberately want to create crime. We deliberately want to hurt people. So we take very dangerous people and we let them out on the street. And what do very dangerous people do who hurt people? They do it again. Career criminals are repeat criminals. There are very few people that are one-time uh, criminals. And when they are, okay, you can isolate that one. But this guy obviously wasn't a one-time criminal. He, at that 16 years old, he already had a record. We can't talk about his record because it's a juvenile record, which gets to be absurd when um, you think that you know, the reputation of the young person You've got to balance the things you do for criminals against the good of society. And the balance has to be in favor of the good of society, not the good of the criminals. So in the case of criminal records of juveniles, that, I mean, that, that, that exists in an ideal world where this poor kid made one mistake and you don't want it to, 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 to hurt him for the rest of his life. On the other hand, by hiding these records, a very deceptive situation occurs and people are let out 
they are let out uh, much uh, faster than they should be, they're hired for jobs that they shouldn't be, and they end up in positions where they can do tremendous damage to people anywhere from raping them, beating them, robbing from them, killing them, getting into fights like this, like this, this kid did with the cop. Maybe, maybe that law should exist uh, you know, on a one-time basis. You get one off. But the minute you become a serial juvenile criminal, what's the point in hiding your record? Why are we hiding your record? Why are we making it more difficult to locate you as a career criminal who has to be taken out of society in order to, in order to protect society? Sometime if uh, New York uh, politicians read, and I doubt that they do because they don't sound terribly intelligent, they should read James Q. Wilson's uh, treatment of the issue of cr career criminal, which I read a long, long time ago, way before I was mayor, when I was in the Justice Department, and it guided a lot of the philosophy that I used in reducing crime more than any mayor in, in history of New York. Um, the mayor, the mayor has uh, said that now, in rather strong language, once again, that this bail law should be changed. Uh, but he hasn't uh, located uh, the finger of responsibility anywhere. It's a nice thing to say, but the mayors don't say things, they do things. That's how they get measured by what they do, not by what they say. I could have said forever that, gee, it'd be good if we had uh, a broken windows theory in New York and just not done it. Or it would be good if we uh, required people on welfare to, to work and just not done it. Been nicer. The times would have been nicer to me if I did that. But an awful lot of people today that escaped welfare would not have. Maybe a couple hundreds of thousands. So uh, there is only one answer here. I've been giving you the answer from day one, which means January second, I think. Adams has to pull up his pants, take a deep breath, and go and look Hochul right in the eye and say. Uh, you don't, you don't have that special session. And I'm campaigning against you. I'm campaigning against the majority leader. I'm campaigning against the speaker. And I'm campaigning against all the people that are outspoken with regard to keeping the bail law the way it is. And since I'm not running this uh, fall, I'm going to go to their districts and I'm going to bring pictures of people who have died, been beaten or raped as a result of their uh, vote, which literally leads to the death of human beings. And I'm going to keep doing it until you change. So um, now people say, well, that will hurt other initiatives. Tell me what initiative is more important than making New York City safe. Because the others don't mean anything. Uh, he wants control of the schools. What good does it have control of the schools if kids get, 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 are getting killed in school? If kids become criminals in school? What good is that? Uh, how are you going to do economic development when people read stuff like uh, what that 16-year-old did to the cop? And the fact that he was out on bail in order to do it, or out without bail in order to do it. How often has that story been told now nationally about New York? So the people ask me, when it first call me from out of town, how are you? I mean, maybe now it has something to do with the, uh, the, the, the stent, but I think that's almost over with. But even before that, they would say to me, how are you? I said, what do you mean? I'm fine. No, I mean, being in New York, you're okay, you're safe. So that's the reputation we're, uh, we're getting. So let's listen to Adam's call for a special session on crime. Let's cut one. I hope that just as we had a special call to uh, return to Albany to deal with the, uh, the 
a ruling on right to carry. Uh, I believe that Albany should consider um, coming and revisiting uh, some of the violence we're seeing of repeated offenders. And we need to be clear on that. So lesson 22 in leadership in my course and book on it. Uh, that's not going to get you anywhere. I hope. Please, please. It would be nice if you have one. Knowing that they're not going to do it, you can't sound tentative. <laughs> it's an idea you're throwing out. How about if you don't have it, I'm going to do everything I can to kick you out of office. Hmm? Uh, because the lives of my, of my citizens have come before your political career or mine. That'll get their attention. That'll get their attention. It might even work. It might not work. But nothing else is working and people are dying. So you got to change. Uh, you got to change everything, including this whole thing with chokeholds. And the guy that was wrestling with the cop and almost killed him got him a chokehold. One, one little change there, one little mistake, and the cop was dead. Uh, I mean, a cop, cop would probably be going to jail for murder in the first degree if he did it, but. I mean, at that point, uh, if he if he could have reached his gun and put a bullet in his stomach, in the guy's stomach, he would have been justified in doing it. That was deadly. When you see that one uh, chokehold, that's the chokehold they complain about. Cops can't do it, but the criminals can do it to them. Let's listen to Pat Lynch explain that. That's cut four. Look at that fight. How unfair was that fight? And you may ask why. The diaphragm law. A police officer can't have a fight and touch you from your neck to your belt. How unfair is that? And what you saw was this perp put our police officer in a chokehold. Yeah. And we can't even touch them in the middle of the body? That's not safe for anyone. The police officer, the public, or even that person we're trying to place under arrest. It's ridiculous, isn't it? I mean, it's absolutely ridiculous. It's like uh, it's the Marcus of Queensbury. Marcus and Queensbury rules with, with uh, perpetrators, animals, uh, people who beat up cop, people who jump fares, people who rape women, people who uh, we can't, they can't be touched between the neck and the diaphragm. You take your chances when you punch a cop. Take your chances. They might punch you back, knock you down, you hit your head and you die. I don't know. I don't know if we're uh, – uh, until – until we, well, uh, let's listen to Merrick Garland, the worst attorney general in history, Poss possibly the most political and crooked. But let's listen to Merrick Garland anyway uh, to show all talk, no action, what bull. Number 13, an appropriate number for Merrick Garland. Is rising crime a crisis in this country? Look, I think violent crime is a matter of considerable concern to the country and to the Justice Department as it should be. Communities have to trust us. They have to trust law enforcement. Um, not like parents. It's not as uh, critical as, pa as parent terrorists who want to make sure that their kids aren't um, t uh, taught by uh, cross, uh, cross dresses at five or um, asked to doubt their gender at six. Any parent who does that is, is, a, is a domestic terrorist. And certainly not as important as January uh, 6th, in which they have now arrested over 800 people, expended, I don't know. Have they spent more on this hoax 
than they did on the uh, Russian collusion hoax. That one was 40, 45 million to investigate something the FBI and CIA knew were false at the very beginning, and half the Democratic Party knew it was false. And half the people that accused me of being a Russian agent knew it was false. At least half. I'm sure the others, others did too. We, we, I mean, we just keep repeating the same mistakes over and over. And now they want to prosecute Trump for a crime that they're going to make up. The crime is disputing the election? It's a crime to dispute an election? That's crazy. That, that, that's, I mean, that falls right within political speech. <laughs> falls right within the freedom you have to have your own opinions. And it isn't as if he didn't have evidence to support it. You just don't want to hear the evidence. Nobody wants to look at 2,000 mules. Nobody wants to read the, the, Supreme Court, uh, the Supreme Court of Wisconsin decision in Teagan, which finds the process used in 2020 that elected Biden to be fraudulent, false, illegal, and the votes not countable, null and void. All you have to do is take out a little pencil and paper and figure out that we were talking about 40 or 50,000 votes in a place where he won by 10. What's the conclusion to that? And that's only one of three ways in which Wisconsin cheated. You go look at the opinion of the Supreme Court of Pennsylvania that they decided it after the election. They decided after the election that the process used during the election was unconstitutional. That's why they threw the cases out then. The cases were thrown out not because there was anything wrong with the cases, not based on an evaluation of the evidence in the cases. The cases were thrown out because they were... Well, in the case of the one in Wisconsin, it was thrown out for latches. I'll spell it for you. L-A-C-H-E-S. Latches means uh, Trump took too long to bring it. Five weeks? In a situation where it took at least three to develop the evidence? I tell you, it's um, very, very sad when you see this situation uh, in this country when people can't have straight out opinions and talk to each other a country that has always been uh, the great defender of free speech well we'll be back with more free speech right after this interruption America's mayor Rudy Giuliani This is Rudy Giuliani back again with you with the Rudy Giuliani Show. And uh, Zeldin, uh, uh, Congressman Zeldin, uh, obviously has a very, very strong issue that um, unfortunately was presented to him in a way that almost cost him his life, which is the bail, the bail issue and the person being released on bail after attempting to kill a United States congressman and illustrating the fact that that is a result of a policy choice made by the Democrats in New York. That is not the law in most places. The law in most places would have resulted in that guy being charged with a very major felony and uh, being held probably without bail as a danger to the public. That certainly would, would have been the case if I had arrested him uh, for assaulting a federal officer in the way that he did uh, or any prosecutor who was responsible, honest, and um, uh, non-biased. Uh, Merrick Garland prosecutors are really Democrat apparatchiks who um, they're Democrat state prosecutors. 
that's uh, actually what they are. And he is um, sort of like a commissar, not really an attorney general. It's pathetic to watch him. It's a really sad to watch a man sell his soul for so little. But now uh, she wants to hold up, uh, Hochul wants to hold up the um, nursing home data that she promised she's going to put out uh, to protect uh, Cuomo and not just Cuomo, but their entire disgusting administration. Look, it's been 20 years of crooked Democrats running Albany. It's been 20 years of governors going out on scandals, controllers going to jail. We got, this is our chance to clean it up. And they're giving you every reason to believe that they're crooks. Every reason to believe. If you don't realize that that whole stadium deal is to make her husband rich, you're probably not smart enough to handle New York. So let's go to um, Trisha in Connecticut. Rudy, um, I would just, I agree totally with you about Eric Adams and the governor Huckster, I think. Huckster. Um, but we have a uh, cacistocracy instead of politicians who are statesmen and women and who are principled. Cacistocracy comes from the Greek, uh, kakos meaning worst. So we have a government by the most unprincipled, least qualified. And I blame at least a couple of factors. Oh, please. Um, yeah. Voters have been miseducated or they're not paying attention. And they and some of them, it's like they worship politicians instead of God, or they worship the earth, and they've fallen into all of this climate uh, nonsense. It's well, it's mostly nonsense. And I wonder what your thoughts. My, my thoughts on on climate are that it's uh, wildly exaggerated, and uh, you can't you can't really even address it until you get rid of the wild exaggeration. Uh, and it's proven to be so wrong over the years that it's hard to trust the politics. There's no science left. It's kind of like um, what happened with the vaccine. You know, the vaccine was going to cure the, the disease. Uh, polio cured the disease. Now you've got to get four boosters and you still get it. So you wonder. I mean, they say, well, it makes the disease less deadly. Or over a period of time, the disease has become less deadly. Who knows? So my, my issue on climate change is it's so questionable. We certainly shouldn't uh, destroy our economy, destroy our nation uh, over climate change, which, which is what they want to do. They want to make us into, you know, uh, uh, one. It's, it's really an excuse to redistribute wealth and make us into a one-world government ruled by Barack Obama sitting in Geneva, I guess. Um, I think it's I think it's one of the great uh, con jobs, and I saw Al uh, Gore on the other day, looking like I can't describe what he he talks very funny. I'm Al Gore, and the Earth is going to end in 2010. Al, it's um, it's 2022. Uh, the, well, we're going to go back in end in 2010. That's what I told you in 1996. The world would end. I mean, I, why does anybody listen to him? Why does anybody listen to him? I mean, every, everything he has told us would happen. 
we'd have no we'd have no Arctica by now. Even if there is a shred of science and truth to it, it's been exaggerated uh, so ridiculously it can't even be addressed responsibly without killing people. That money and time, or half of it, if it were addressed to the real issues that face people, like water and the problems with water and malaria, well, we'll be back, and we'll get into all that, and we'll get to your questions right after this break. The former mayor of New York City, Rudy Giuliani. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. This is Rudy Giuliani, back uh, with you. And uh, actually wondering if Whoopi Goldberg has caught something from Biden. First, let's listen to her make this scurrilous attack on... uh, the people at that Turning Point conference who are a, who are a bunch. I mean, I've, I've spoken at the Turning Point conference. They are a large, large number of very enthusiastic, mostly uh, college-level uh, students, sometimes a little young but a little uh, beyond college, uh, maybe even a little below college but young. And uh, they're people that are interested in being conservatives, which, of course, is, is hateful to these, to these people that they would be that way. Uh, but this is, uh, we have to keep reminding uh, the Democrats uh, who are beginning to act like fascists that this is a, um, this is a country in which you're entitled to have different opinions. And it is a, a country of free speech and free, and free ideas. So um, I, think the, I think the best thing to do is to see if we could put on cut, oh, let's see, I think it's cut 19. Dr. Jill becomes a Surgeon General, his wife. Yeah, Joe Biden's wife, because she, you know, she he would never do it, but she, it's, yeah, she's a hell of a doctor. She's an amazing doctor. I thought she was I a doctor like, in PhD. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, I, don't, I, don't I could know. be wrong. Maybe I thought she was yeah, a teacher. I think she, I know. She's, she's oh. a teacher, but, you know. Yeah, I thought that was right. I, I put on the wrong one by mistake. Uh, the one where uh, Whoopi recommended her for Surgeon General, and then <laughs> She wasn't a doctor or had anything to do with medicine. She was an English teacher. But look, I mean, given given the way uh, the federal government has screwed up, uh, has screwed up uh, the whole the whole uh, situation with CCP virus. I don't know. Maybe an English teacher would have been better. I mean, how, how about how about how about this? Why don't we do this? Why don't we make Surgeon General and head at NIH? And head, why don't we pick somebody honest? <laughs> Wouldn't that be unusual? What about we pick somebody honest that tells the truth and, and that doesn't want a bunch of, uh, you know, millions in royalties on the side and then not report them? How about that, too? Hmm? That, would, that would exclude Jill because she is a uh, charter member of the Biden crime family that has taken more money in graft and bribes at least than any other uh, political family in American history that we know of. And also directly from our enemies, like uh, 31 million from China. Oh, and by the way, she was part of that uh, company. She was going to get an office in the uh, Chinese Communist building. So, no, I don't think she'd she'd be a good choice. The doctor part is really irrelevant. I think the honest part would be the part that would. 
And then how, how can she possibly not know that her husband shouldn't be president of the United States? And what could be uh, motivating her that's decent that allows her to have him remain there when he doesn't seem to know how to get out of the basement? Right? Let's go to, uh, let's go to Kirk in Woodbridge. Hey, Rudy. Uh, how are you? How are you, Kurt? I'm doing great. I'm sitting at the beach. I'm having a good time. You sit at the uh, beach? Yeah, I'm sitting. Good. I'm Which one? I'm down in Ocean City. Okay. Uh, in New Jersey. Good. Um, the point I wanted to make was about the sharks. Uh-huh. And I recall in the 70s and the 80s, we had hypodermic needles washing up on the shore. And then... Uh, late 80s 90s that the water treatment plant was built on the hudson and the water cleaned up tremendously um that's why the sharks are coming in we had whales in the raritan bay we have porpoises up and down the jersey coast my wife and i have seen them uh and that's why the bait fish are coming in to where the whales and the porpoise and the sharks so they're, they're discriminating they're discriminating they don't like to be in dirty water no, why would they? I mean, God, human waste used to be. <laughs> That's kind of. Well, what do you What do you think of the whole thing, of the uh, increase in sharks? Is it something we should be very worried about, or is it something we should accept as part of nature and just be careful? Accept it as part of nature. But yeah, I agree we with did that. our job and cleaned up the water. The bait fish are now coming in closer to the shore, which is now cleaner. And the porpoises and the whales in the Raritan Bay, come on, that's that's insane. I've never seen a whale in the Raritan Bay, ever. Uh, so I think just, lessons on how to how to handle it uh, would would be, uh, and, and maybe, um, well, I can't say don't watch Jaws. It's one of the best mo- movies ever made. I do have to tell you, though, you know, when I watched Jaws way back then, for about two or three years, when I went, uh, like, uh, snorkeling or scuba diving, I would I constantly... I have a little session where I thought I saw a shark. You know, one of those big ones with the teeth out. I got over it after about three or four years, but that movie, maybe it's the John Williams music. But that, when you look back at that, I, I watched that movie the other night because of all the shark stuff. They did a great job with that shark. I mean, I, I think it was a, like a make-believe shark, but it looks really frightening. Let's go to John in Verona. Mr. Mayor. Hey, John, how are you? Fine, thank you. Love your show. Thank you. I just have a, I just have a simple question. Or not, when is it time for you and Mr. Trump to put the uh, election fraud to bed? He's turning off. I like this speech he gave, but he's starting to turn off, you know, borderline voters. And I think we're going to need all the help we can get to get rid of Because the last thing I want to do is see is Biden there for another four years. So... I don't know if you could tone it down some, if he would, and then I'll listen to your explanation. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I uh, actually think it's more important that that be exposed than that any one person get elected. Because, uh, you know, you may not believe me but uh, and, and the president, but there is substantial evidence that the Democrats uh, stole the election as part of their continuing conspiracy to destroy him. And why is that so difficult to accept? This is a uh, political party that uh, paid for and propagated a false uh, story to have him impeached, imprisoned, 
of Russian collusion. They paid millions for that story. They switched then to uh, denying that the hard drive was real for a year and a half in order to hide it so that the American people didn't know about it. I mean, the election was fraudulent just in that alone. The American people were denied the information that Joe Biden is a major 30-year crook, which it says directly on the hard drive. Uh, his son says, I've been doing this for 30 years, giving you half the money, and uh, I don't get appreciated for it. So why would a party that would, on three separate occasions, propagate lies, try to frame a man, then try to depose a president based on illegal, false stories? Why would they step back from cheating in an election? And then when you look at uh, the evidence that's come out, which you're not allowed to, like 2,000 mules, like the decision of the Wisconsin court, the decision of the Pennsylvania court, uh, the, the reason to bring it out is so it doesn't happen again. The reason to bring it out is um, when, they, when they first proposed legislation uh, this year, they, 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 or even last year, they were proposing legislation that would codify and allow them to do all the things that they did where they cheated. I mean, nobody's really even looked at the Zuckerberg situation where he put in millions and millions of dollars to put these boxes in, and they were 90% in Democratic areas. And then they were, in the case of Wisconsin, totally contrary to the law of Wisconsin. I haven't looked at the other states. And then they were exploited by what we can now prove through tracking uh, cell phones and video were stuffed with ballots in the middle of the night without any security. So uh, I know it, it may be unpleasant, or, but I, I've, I've never known of an uh, American election that, was, that had as much fraud attached to it as this or a fascist-type effort to stop people from raising it by making them into monsters if they say that the election was uh, fraudulent or if they point out um, the things that I'm pointing out to now. This is a very, very serious, serious matter. And uh, if it isn't resolved, we will lose our right to have free and fair elections. We did not have a free and fair election in 2020. At least not in Wisconsin, according to the Wisconsin Supreme Court, or in Pennsylvania. So, uh, that's my answer. Joel, in Galilee. The truth shall set us free in Galilee. Google Joe Biden plus China hustle for more of the truth. Um, how are you today? I'm okay, Joel, and how are you? I'm very pleased that the tide is starting to turn with Senator Grassley's letter, although I'm sure it's producing a lot of... Oh. Uh, anxiety, but that's a wonderful letter, and it seems that the uh, Federal Bureau of Institutional Corruption, Propaganda, and Disinformation is uh, being exposed for this cover-up, but it's scary. Yeah, it is scary. It really is, and it's much, uh, I have to tell you, Joe, when I started all this four or five years ago, if you ever told me the amount of corruption involved in the Democrat Party and the Congress and so, some including Republicans, as you know, I would have I would have said you're crazy. You're out of your mind. But the I mean, the FBI sitting there with that hard drive. That proves 
I don't know, 50 crimes. There's at least 50 crimes. They're little ones and big ones. Uh, financial ones and, dis- and disgusting, perverted ones. All, do- all you got to do is open up and look at it. My God. And you. <laughs> There's a money laundering transaction of $3.4 million that a five year old could figure out involving Joe. And they let, let him get elected without the American people knowing about that. The FBI did. So what, I mean, and, and then these people don't want us to forget about it. That's like after, you know, killing your entire family. And then they say to you, well, you should forget about figuring out who did it so we can move on. Or killing half of your family and telling you you're going to move on. Uh, not knowing who did it because they may come back and kill the rest of your family. You cannot move on when an election was um, handled in that way and where the media has played such a big role in, uh, in removing the First Amendment and making us into a censored society, starting, with the, starting really with the hard drive and then continuing into uh, characterizing anyone who raises a um, stolen election as now a criminal that he's going to be he's going to be investigated because by saying stolen election he caused uh, january 6 well suppose he's right like he was right about um like he was right about russian collusion I mean, they wanted to they wanted to uh, charge him with obstruction of justice because he told people not to go around saying there was russian collusion basically well, of course, if you were involved in Russian collusion and you went around telling people that, it could be an obstruction of justice. But if you weren't involved in Russian collusion and the people on the other side are lying, you're just defending yourself. And how did all of a sudden the liars turn into the honest people? I mean, they're the ones who lied about Russian collusion. They're the one who lied about the hard drive being uh, Russian disinformation. They're the ones who assisted in covering up the hard drive. They're the ones who put out the phony conversation with Poroshenko, which turned out to be totally different, no quid pro quo. And if you had the hard drive, which they were hiding, they never would have even reached the point of impeachment. All of a sudden, Shifty Schiff and Pelosi and all the liars and all that, proven. It's proven they lied about it. And Trump told the truth about all that. And now when they say, if you say stolen election, you're a criminal. And he says, well, I say stolen election because I have all these affidavits, all this proof, all these court opinions, now scientific studies that show me that there was fraud in the election. And some of these people, other than me, have done the arithmetic, and they say it would have been a different result. Not just me, it's these people. Go look at Susan's movie, and then show me what's wrong with it. Don't just tell me it's wrong. Show me what's wrong with it. Show me the, the trip that he outlined suggesting the deposit of ballots illegally and then multiplied by hundreds and thousands. Show me how, how that's inaccurate, that's wrong. Uh, sh- sh- uh, deal with the evidence instead of running away from it and yelling and screaming and saying I'm a criminal or a maniac or for doing it. Well, this is... Um, it can be a very interesting election because the D- Democrats uh, will try everything to stop the discussion of the election. 
just like they did everything to make sure nobody could ever see a paper ballot, just like they could they made sure that nobody could see a machine and examine it, and except in a few isolated incidents, uh, we were able to do that. And just like they have taken their sycophants in the media and used them to uh, uh, terrorize people into not even thinking that there was a stolen election. Look what they've done to the people on January 6th. If you go to my podcast, uh, there's an interview with Joseph McBride, who's the attorney for uh, several of the people that were arrested and held for 12, 13, 14, 15 months. uh, (laughs) And meanwhile, we're dealing with the guy who beat up the cop who goes out in two hours or tries to kill Zeldin and goes out in two hours. And these guys are sitting there, they didn't have a gun. This is, this is an insurrection without a gun. I mean, how, how, how stupid do they think we are? Well, some of us are really stupid. We elected Biden, didn't we? Well, we're gonna take a break and we'll be back with the mayor's final words. The mayor of New York City, Rudy Giuliani. Welcome back uh, to the Rudy Giuliani Show. And yes, it is time for the Tunnel to Towers sponsored mayor's final thoughts. Tunnel to Towers, T2T.org, is the organization that takes care of the most important people probably in our society, the people who give up their lives and give up their limbs in order to keep us safe, the members of our uniformed services, both civilian and military. And when that happens uh, and they pay the final, they pay the ultimate price, well, Tunnel to Towers is there to help pay off the mortgage, to help with the other necessities. And then when horrible thing happens if they lose the ability to use their limbs or have what would be considered a free and normal life. They build a, a smart home so that they can have the maximum independence possible. So how can you do anything better than help them, right? And how can we do anything better than to try very, very hard to make sure that we elect honest people who are really going to deal with what's going on and not be in it for their own gain, like the Bidens who have spent 30 to 35 years in politics, and it's all about money. It's all about gathering money for the family and putting it in these bank accounts and moving it around and covering up crimes. I mean, here Biden passes a law that puts all of these people in jail for drugs, and many of them for more time than they deserved, apparently, and and his son was one of the biggest drug users in the country sitting next to him getting out every time he got caught because his father used his influence or how, how is it that he's a big uh, proponent of gun gun control that is uh, that is the um, uh, cognitively impaired president that we have in the White House but his son is one of the major violators having walked around as a drug addict with a 38 revolver which he obtained illegally but nothing is done about that or how is it that there is a straight out, nice, simple three to four million dollar money laundering uh, transaction involving Ukraine, Latvia, Cyprus, the U.S., about eight different companies, as well as Hunter Biden and Joe Biden. And nobody prosecutes it, even though it's, you could do it basically on paper. The paper is there. The transaction is there. It's on my podcast if you want to go look at it up. 
probably number seven or eight. Um, just forgetting about all this and having an election is not going to fix this country. The country has to be fixed. We have to get rid of uh, the people who have used uh, the country in order to uh, make themselves wealthy and powerful and have therefore distorted America. Maybe more dangerous than anything and probably something we don't know the scope of is exactly how many have been compromised by China. How many Americans in public office have been compromised by China and how many Americans in business have been compromised by China? A very, very important, important question because China has told us, we know it has to guess, China has told us that by uh, 2048, they want to basically rule the world. They want to be the most significant country on earth. So you would substitute a, um, as the most significant country on earth, a liberal democracy like America, with all its faults, uh, with a communist um, homicidal regime, which has killed 60 million of its own people, and continues to do that which unleashed COVID on the world, uh, which uh, is threatening to attack, bomb, capture Taiwan, and who is going through a sissy fit over the fact that the Secretary of State, not the, I'm sorry, the, uh, uh, the Speaker of the House has expressed an interest in going to Taiwan. And what a stupid, stupid thing the President did there by telling her that she shouldn't go, by at least having the military tell her that she shouldn't go, and making that public. I mean, do you Democrats realize what a moron you elected and how dangerous that is for all of us? Could you please go take a medicine and stop being brainwashed? Because you're getting us killed, not just you. With what Democrats are doing with crime and what this moron in the White House is doing with foreign policy, it's getting Americans killed. It is not a joke. That party has gone beyond decency. Their desire for power and for money has corrupted them at the top. Just the top. Cut off the top, the rest of the people will fix it. This is Rudy Giuliani. We'll be back tomorrow. Remember, God bless America. Thank God you're here in America.